Welcome all to Kingdom Life Church VA Podcast. At KO, we endeavor to advance God's kingdom one life at a time. So, I pray that wherever you're listening from, that this will help you be encouraged. Here is this week's message. It's going to be for your good. If you embrace the message, it's going to be for your good. If you embrace those selections, amen, and begin to catch the hooks of those songs and begin to sing those songs, amen, it's going to build your faith. It's going to build your faith. That's what they are designed to do. Not designed to, to bog you down and we just being all religious about the songs we're singing and no faith and all. No, no. Faith is in the songs for a purpose. Because I need you to focus on how powerful our God is, amen, and not how limited you are. Do, are you hearing me this morning? Or how frail or how broken, amen, we are. I need you to focus on how powerful and listen, how amazing our God is. That's why I call this an amazing race. This race is amazing. It's amazing, man. Oh, I, I, let me do my Bible declaration before I get, boy, I'm ready, boy, I'm ready to jump on in right now. I'm telling you, I'm ready to dive right in. I want to dive on in, boy. Let me do, let me do the Bible declaration. Let me, you know, as our custom, amen. We, de- we like to decree and declare the word. We like to speak the word, amen, confess the word out of our mouth, amen. So say, this is my Bible. It is the living word of God. I can do what it says I can do. I can have what it says I can have. This morning I will be taught the indestructible, incorruptible, ever-living seed of the word of God. My mind is alert. My heart is receptive to receive God's word. My life will never be the same again. No, never, ever, ever. Because of the word of God, it's quick, powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword. Because the Lord is on my side, I prosper in everything that I do. I believe it. I said it. It's settled. In Jesus' name, amen. Give the Lord a shout of praise this morning. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. We are in the year of promise. Amen. 2020, we have declared and decreed that this is the year of promise. Amen. We know that all the promises of God are in him are yes and amen. And uh, I'm telling you, saints, you're going to see a victory. We live a victorious life. And this race is so amazing to me. What I was going to say was this race is so amazing to me. Because when I look at my life, I'm 50 years old, and half, thank you, praise the Lord, got some people that know what 50 feel like, amen, (laughs) praise God, amen. So, because I never thought I'd see 50, amen, hallelujah. I'm grateful to be 50 in any other years, amen. I know we 120 club, but thank you, Lord, for 50. Glory to God. Thank you. It's a hallmark, uh, you know, uh, age to reach, amen, for for a person such as myself, amen, amen. I want no guarantees for me to be here. Not the life I live. Amen. And so, so this race is so amazing because 25 years ago, I made a change in my life. I gave my life to the Lord. And what makes this race so amazing is, you know, and it's kind of even out. So I've been on the earth 25 years and I got saved 25 years from there. Amen. I'm 50, but I'm also pastoring. You know, it's like it, it's, been, it's been a continual progress in my life. I've been, I've been on a, I, I got on a different track at age 25. You know, if I keep running on the same track that I was running on, 
then I'm going to keep getting the same results that I was getting all those years. But something happened when I turned 25 and I gave my life to Jesus. Uh, he, he, he showed me another track that I could run on. Amen. Listen, that, that took me in a different direction than what I thought that I should be going in. And, and all I did for all those years was just stayed on the track that, listen, he put me on. He put me on. Cause, and this is the thing. It's so easy to get off the track that he put you on and go in a direction that you want to go in. But how many of us know, amen, yes, what the devil meant for bad, God would turn around. Amen. But, but, but that's what the devil is doing. Not me just stepping off the track. There's some stuff that I don't know about that I know that God is taking care of. But I'm not going to help the devil defeat me. I'm not going to help my adversary destroy me like I was doing prior to 25 years of age. And so this race is so amazing, amen, because God has set you apart, saints. He has set you apart. You are the hope of the world. There's no other hope, and our world needs hope today. And this race that God has set us on, this race that God has put us in, amen, this race, listen, guarantees you win. Guarantees your victory. Glory to God. Listen, even when it looks like you're losing, you're still winning. This is the race that you're running when you're with the Lord. Even if I'm failing, amen, I'm failing forward. Come on now. When it appears that I've, that I've gone in a different direction, amen, God will use anything that's happening in my life to cause something supernatural to happen. All he needs is a willing heart. He said, if you'll be willing, Isaiah 1 and 19, if you'll be willing, listen, and obedient. Man, I got the will, but I, got the, I struggle sometimes with my obedience. But I, I know what I want to do, but... But the obedience part, I struggle with obeying. But I need both of them. I need to be willing and obedient to eat the good of the land. Because there are some things God has already pre-planned and prepared for me. Listen, that I want. Don't you want it? The Bible says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And what? All these what? Did it say things? Okay, so we don't have to be all spiritual when we talk about things. There's some things that God wants you to have. But he still said the priority is what? Seek me first. The kingdom has to be in right alignment, seeking the kingdom of God first and his righteousness. Look, being in right standing with God and then all the other things, everything you have for you will begin to just jump on you. As you're walking on this path, on this amazing race, as you're walking, things begin to show up. Well, I was so glad when my wife showed up when I was on this race. I was walking this path, amen, and boom, there she was, amen. I kept on walking, amen. I already had one girl, then my son showed up, praise God, still on the path, amen. Then my daughter showed up, amen, praise God. Then after a while, you know, the ministry showed up, the church showed up, things that God had pre-planned and prepared to happen in my life is already up ahead. It's already up ahead for you. But you got to stay on the path. You got to stay on the path. You can't do it your way. You can, but you're not going to get the results, listen, that he has for you. That he has. You may get a trickle of a blessing here 
and a trickle of a blessing there. Why? Because he's just so good. Come on, what father wouldn't bless their kids? Yeah, they made you upset there. You understand? You still going to feed them today. Yeah, they got on your last nerve, but you know what? They do need a pair of shoes. Amen. They're going back to school, and oh, boy, they made me so upset yesterday. But you know what? Let me go and give them some dessert. That's just the father that we serve. The father, his desire is still to love us and still to bless us even when we're in wrong, when we got it all wrong, because he loves us so much. And listen, during those times, he shows us how easy it is just to relax and and be engulfed in his love. Man, just embrace the love of God. Who wouldn't want to be on this path? Who wouldn't want to be on this path? There's not nothing I can think of. There's no reason I can think to go the other direction. There's no reason that I could ever think of to go back to the life I used to live. I've lived both now for 25 years. 25 years in the kingdom, 25 years in the world, from birth to 25. Amen. When he, Solomon, you know, Solomon had everything. He had it all. But one day Solomon came to a conclusion with all the concubines, all the wives, all the chariots, all the horsemen, all the, all the this, the that, the bling and the bling and all that kind of stuff. He came to the conclusion that he said, at the end of my life, I've realized that, you know what, all is vanity. What men should do is fear God and keep his commandments. I have come to the conclusion at age 50 that my previous life doesn't compare at all to the life that God has for me and has been living through me for these last 25 years. Glory to God. I'm living and you're living your best life. You're living the blessed life. Glory to God. (laughs) This is amazing. It's an amazing race. I don't care what's going on outside. doesn't matter about the coronavirus. All this stuff is not moving God at all. It's not moving God. No, no. It's trying to steal your focus. You stay focused on the word of God. You keep your eyes on the word of God. The word of God will keep you upright. Well, how have you praising him, amen, where everybody else is saying? Well, how have you jumping and running, amen, where everybody else feeling like, what, what you doing? Why are you doing that? Don't you see what just, yeah, I saw it. There was, there was storms and rains, everything going on, even on last night, amen. But you know what? It ain't still your praise. Listen, you here this morning. Look at you. Look at you looking all good and stuff. Came on in the house anyway. Came on to church anyway. Hey, man, God bless you. Glory to God. You say, I'm going to church anyhow. Yeah, devil, you try to mess things up. Hey, I might have had to go around a few roads. Hey, man, I, you know, this was flooded. I may have had to redirect and, you know what I'm saying, and go around another way to get here. But I got here. Hey, man, and I'm excited to be here. Hey, man, in the house of God. Hey, man. Come on, give the Lord another hand clap of praise. All right, all right. Yeah, let me go and dive in for our, for our, um, I, I know I have, di- I was diving in already, though, by the way. <laughs> so my objective, let me, let me just make it proper. My objective during this series is to encourage every believer that you can win this race and be victorious in every situation, regardless of what it looks like. Did you hear me? My objective during this series is to encourage every believer that you can win this race and be victorious in this race, regardless of what it looks like. Never, 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 ever, ever, ever be moved by what you see. 
man, I don't care what it look like. Well, the, you know, my wife and them, the kids, they're talking about, about all this rain and stuff. It's going to be raining all night, Dad. It's going to be raining all the morning, this and that. No, no. Yeah, I heard what they said. Well, we don't want no rain in the morning. No, it's going to be cleared. Got up this morning, they say 2 o'clock. Well, praise the Lord. Guess they got the word. Guess God told them, no, you're not going to rain. You're not going to rain this morning. You know, I got my, my people are coming out this morning, and you know what I'm saying? You already done rerouted them, amen. Don't, don't rain on them, too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> don't rain on them and reroute them. You know what I'm saying? Have a great day. Don't, it. don't rain on me and reroute me. <laughs> got to find my way, and, it's, and I'm lost, and it's raining. <laughs> yeah, so we're grateful to God that he, sh- he shows up, man. You know, this race is amazing because it gives us insight. And it gives us advantages. We have advantages in this race, y'all. We serve a God that truly gives us the advantage in this life. We have the advantage, y'all. I mean, I'm telling you, man. Look at, look at uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and how them boys, when them boys uh, didn't eat what the king's people ate. When they didn't eat those things, and uh, they went on a 10-day fast. Well, it was like a fast, but it was just, you know, a kind of, you know, it was an eating exercise, I believe, a training exercise. And you know, the other people ate everything they wanted to eat, and those boys ate according to their custom. The Bible said they were brighter, they were faster, they were stronger, they were smarter. And you can't serve God and not have advantages. Guess what? All of them got a job in, in, in that Babylonian kingdom. They got a job. They got promoted. Amen. In the kingdom. God wants to promote you in the kingdom of God. Not just on your job, but in the kingdom of God. Amen. But you have to recognize that this race is a race that he already set for you. You got to determine whether you're going to run on your terms or you're going to run on his terms. Once you settle down and decide whose race this is, you know, I saw a post the other day. Somebody said that, you know, in this race, uh, you know, God give us what? Grace. Grace helps us get through the race. Amen. But so we're in this race. So we have to settle down and understand that God, you know, he gives us insight. And he gives us advantages. Our life, your life is a race to the finish line. It's a race to the finish line. Where is the finish line, Pastor? I don't know. Nobody knows. Your relationship with God would tell you. I mean, you see people like Paul and you see Old Testament saints who kind of had an idea when they were, getting, they were old and they were getting ready to go out of here and they began to bring the grandchildren and all that around and all that. And Paul who said, I finished this race and all that kind of stuff. We're going to get to that in a couple weeks. Amen. But, you know, he said those kind of things because he had an idea that his time was getting short. And so you may not know where the finish line is, but in this race, you win because there are no other competitors. You're not running against nobody. You're not walking against nobody. Some of us walk too, you understand? Where my walkers at? Come on now. Thank you. Toot toot. Everybody not running. We walk and we run. You understand? <laughs> we that <yeah>, speed walk. <laughs> I'm learning to run. You know, I got up, I messed around and ran the other day. You know, I uh, messed around and ran. You know, it didn't last long, but I did mess around and run. <laughs> You know how you run in your mind, just say, go on, do it, go on, do it. I, I felt like I wanted to do it, and I felt like, man, I'm about to run about three miles, you understand? I'm like, I'm going to run, I'm going to tear this thing up, you know, and then I, you know, and I got in the stride a little bit, you know, and I was like, you know, a couple of minutes later, I was tired. I said, no, nah, I better go, on. I better go and stick to walking right now. I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. Don't hate me, hey, man. I'm not there yet. I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there, but I, I'm heading in the right direction. I got to build my stamina up a little bit more. But I'm, but I'm heading in the right direction because I want to run because if I can run, I can get through the course faster. Right. 
And I know I got my bike, and you know, I jump on my bike, I'm zip zip, but you know, wouldn't it be nice if I could walk when I want to and run and jump on a bike? What? I'm trying, I'm wearing my options. I'm wearing my options. If greater rain, snow, I can just hit the bike and hit that trail real quick and I'm good. Or if I can run, if I got enough time to run before it get dark, you know, get off work, you get tired, you know what I'm saying? I like being outside. I like being outside in the nature. You know what I'm saying? Don't have me running all inside on a treadmill. I'm going to be too bored. I don't know. That thing going to sit and get some cobwebs on it and just find something else to do with it. Don't, don't, don't bring it in here. I don't even want to waste the time, the space that it's going to be sitting in that I'm going to look at and walk past every day. Go on, put it somewhere else. I like to be outside in the air, in the elements, enjoying this race. Look, have you ever been in a and they already chose the winner? Now, we know, now, now I'm not talking about people being, uh, you know, uh, lost in it and stealing and, you know, and, uh, and hurting somebody else to try to cheat. Normally, you don't know who's going to end, who's going to win. You got all these cars lined up. We don't know who the winner is going to be. In the kingdom, we do. The story for believers, the testimony of believers that we win. All we do is have to get on the line. He hit the gun, boom, we won. We ain't even <laughs> Look, we already won before the race even get going. Before th- life even get going for you, Jesus already died. He already defeated the, the devil. He already received, received, defeated death, hell, and the grave already. So you already win this race, but you just have to participate. You have to get on the path. That's our part. You just have to get on the path. You have to get on the path. And that's what I love about the testimony of believers is that we win. Nobody else is beside us. We get to run on our own, and we run at our own pace. That's why many believers can be at different places in their life, a different place in their walk, because we all run at a different pace. You should be running, or you should be walking. You should be ahead. You should be somewhere down the road on your pace when you get saved. Somewhere, just somewhere. Past the start line. You got saved, that's the start. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. But go ahead and move now. Move in the direction that God has for you. When I think about the plans God has for each of us, it is amazing. God has set you apart, saints, to bring hope to this world. This world needs us tremendously. This world needs us. The only reason you're not in a better place today is because of your efforts or the lack thereof. It's never God's fault. The only reason you're not where you want to be, you have to look at yourself. You have to look at yourself. At some point, you have to take a real good look at yourself and and decide, do I like where I am? Not talking about Again, I'm talking about material thing. I'm talking about your life, your growth as it relates to kingdom. Do you like the state that you're in? Because you're in this race. And remember, God has some things. He threw me a wife whether I was ready for a night. She was on the path. Boom. Threw me another child. Hey, man, here you go. Asia just like, you know what I'm saying, bless her. I'm, I'm glad you're here, baby. But we, did, we ain't playing for it. She just, she came and was like, oh, all right, we're going to try to take care of this after this. This is it. <laughs> We don't want nobody else to fall through. Amen. I mean, sorry, Lord. Nobody else coming through. Amen. We have to adopt them or something if somebody else comes. But we didn't plan for it. Here you go. Boom. B. 
bills went up, food bill went up, electricity went up, things went up. Stuff happens. It's on the path. Whether you plan for it or not, when you get on this race, when you begin to get on the path that God has for you, up ahead is some stuff that you may not have planned for. You may not have considered at all, but it's on the path. And as long as you stay on the path, amen, you'll continue to progress. You'll continue to benefit even when you're getting, you're getting a sidebar. Even when something hits you that, that you didn't know about, if you stay on the path, you can still overcome. The only way to, to lose in this amazing race is to quit. The only way to lose in this amazing race is to quit. You forfeit the race, it's over. You can't win. Some of us are losing in our life, in our relationships, because we quit. No, we don't look like we quit. But because we don't see the progress, it appears that you quit. Because it should be progressive. You should be growing. Anything breathing should be what? If your baby stopped growing at five, you would take them back to the doctor. If your 10-year-old stayed as a baby, you would think something's wrong. No, everybody around you would tell you something was wrong. Doctors would try. I remember doctors trying to tell us about Shante when she was small and she was short. And well, we need to go and operate. And no, you're not doing no operating. That was who that was. That was Anthony. See when you have a lot. Yeah, new one of them. Yeah, that's right. It was Anthony. Anthony. Yeah, he was a dude. Ain't grow to. He was like in the twelfth grade, I think. Yeah. I mean, but really, he was like they was like, what grade? He know he had his little baby voice. Might have to show a video or something. He, he, you know, but he, he just, no, really, it's like he was well into high school years when then, boom, he just like, wow, dude, dude just shot up there like he woke up one morning and he was just tall, almost taller than me. Like, what the world? But, you know, he, he ain't like that. But the doctor was telling us that there was a problem. Now, you can't speak a problem over my child. I don't care who you are. I don't care how many alphabets behind your name. I don't care how many degrees you got. You cannot. Well, you can, but I'm not receiving it. You can, but I'm not receiving it. You know why? Because I believe the Bible. And the Bible says, I'm going to have what or what? I say. You got to believe the book, saints. It's got to get past the head into the heart. Because once you believe in your heart, ooh, something's coming out of your mouth. And something coming out of your mouth is going to be different from what you see in your circumstance. Why? Because you believe something in your heart. You ain't going to tell me, oh, no, 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 he's not. Oh, he's going to grow. Oh, he's okay, doc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's okay. He's going to be all right. Well, I got to issue, man, what? If he, was, if he end up being 5'3", okay. God brought him here. Who is responsible for him? God. Yeah, we've been praying. I've been anointing them every day. I'm like, no, we'll see what happens. Woke up one morning, I had to look up. I had to like, oh. <laughs> Praise the Lord. The word works. But we have to work it. We have to work it. He promises us that we will not just live life, but have it more 
abundantly. I'm not settling for just a mediocre average life when there is more abundantly available. If he say I can live a more abundant life, then that's what I'm looking for. He's already laid it out before you, the better, the more abundant. Everything is already laid out for you. You mean to tell me all I got to do is stay on the path, Pastor? Yep. All you have to do is stay on the path and keep doing what you're doing, seeking the Lord, doing your best. Because your best is your best. You do your best. Who knows when you're doing your best or not? The Lord. You can lie to me. And I remember I was working part-time. I know I was working in the sales business, and, uh, you know, I was, um, you know, so I wasn't always available to come to church on some Tuesday nights back then. And so um, after a while, you know, I'm just not here on Tuesdays. Not here, but at my former church, I'm not here on Tuesdays. But then all of a sudden, Tuesdays I get off early. Well, I didn't create a habit of not being there. Everybody else think I'm at work. See, this is my personal growth. See, your integrity is, it happens in the secret places. Not where everybody's watching and got the spotlight on you. The real you is, is what you're going to do when nobody else is around and you can make a decision on your own to do the right thing or you can make everybody else think that you just, this is where you are. I put myself out there because I had to grow through that. I ride right by the church. I ain't going there tonight. Ride on through the city. What's going on out here tonight? Not knowing that God, God is preparing you to be a pastor. Boy, if you don't get your butt back on this path, what the heck is wrong with you? You know, I'm the souls attached to you. No, I didn't know. But that's why prayer life and hearing God and God saying, you need to get that right. You repent for that. You got to be able to hear God, man, because when nobody else around, somebody needs to be able to tell you about you. Or you're going to stay at the starting line, wondering why everybody else just keep passing and keep going and keep going, and it's looking a certain way, and it's like, what's going on? Well, you haven't moved. Remember, it's your effort. You're willing, but are you obedient? Ah, glory to God. So much better is attainable for us. Pastor, you ain't got your scripture. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm trying. I'm trying. Mm. I just believe everything in the kingdom should be better. And we just need to settle that. I believe everything in the kingdom should be better. I didn't get saved to live a horrible life. I'm talking about outside. Yes, I know we're going to be persecuted. I know there's some things that's going to come our way as a believer. But the rest of my life is going to be great. My marriage is going to be great. My children will be great. My job, my business, my, oh, I'm going to be floating on air. Then they're going to persecute me because I said Jesus. Okay, fine. Fine. But the rest of my life, you're going to be like, oh, my goodness, who is that? Who is he? Who is she? Because that's what God desires for us. Man, God got streets of gold for us. I mean, my, why, why do you just have streets of grass? Why you got all these fine pearls and jewels and all that? Why, why do we have to look forward to something that we never had to experience in the earth? We never got a chance to experience that abundant life in the earth, but yet you're talking about all this stuff. I mean, God, you, you sounding kind of conceited. You're sounding kind of materialistic when I look at it. And when I read about you sometimes, God, you sound like you're too particular. Why do it have to be that color brown? 
Why did the robe have to be exactly measured at that? I mean, come on, could it be a little bit more, a little bit less? No. He is an excellent God. We serve an excellent God. And listen, listen, you can be excellent too. You can be excellent even in this race. Second Peter, you don't have to turn there, one and three. This is just, I'm just throw this out there. By his divine power, amen, God has given us everything we need to live a godly life. By his divine power, God has given us everything that we need to live a godly life. Everything you would ever need is on the path, is, is on this race, in this race. Everything you ever need. All you have to do, embrace the path that you're on. Don't try to run my race. Don't try to run your neighbor's race, your family member's race. Look, their races are different. Don't try to, don't try to, you, you can look at other people and have a desire. Man, I would love to, 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 to get to a place where I want my marriage like this or I would like to have a business like this person or whatever. It's nothing wrong with that. It's nothing wrong with that at all. But just don't compare yourself to that person where they are and where you are. That's when it's not right because that's their race. You don't know what they had to go through on their race. You might not want everything they went through to get to where they are. Amen. So, so yes, that's why the Bible, I think in Hebrews 6 and 12, tell us to imitate them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. Faith and patience. Imitate them. Follow some people. Watch some folk from a distance. Man, I, man, I, I like what they're doing right there. Imitate. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. You don't have to emulate them. You don't have to dress like them. You don't have to talk like them. But you can imitate the principles that they're living by to get the same thing that they got. Man, I hope y'all getting this. I'm throwing a whole lot of stuff out there this morning. All right, let's get the word. Matthew chapter 7, verse 13 and 14. Matthew chapter 7, verse 13 and 14. This is the New Living Translation. It says this. You can enter God's kingdom only through the narrow gate. The highway to hell is broad and its gate is wide for many who choose that way. I underline many and I underline choose that way. There are many people who choose that way. You know, the Bible said, well, the Bible doesn't say it in this way, but life is choice driven. We live or we die by the choices we make. Deuteronomy 30 and 19 tells us that God has set before us what? Blessing and curses. And then he tells us to choose life, meaning choose the path that I've already set before you. There's a path, there's a plan that I already predestined for you. Stop trying to do it your own way. Relax. But this is, ooh, this, well, let me tell somebody this real quick. Get somebody, anybody, anybody real quick, real quick. The things that you're believing God for or the things that you want in your life, submit to the path and they're, <laughs> and they're up ahead. The stuff that we struggle to achieve, you know why we struggle? Because we're doing it ourselves. It's in our own strength. And we're working so hard. God said, if you would just stay on the path, there's some of the very same things I want for you. I need you to relax and stay on the path. You keep seeking me. Because if you seek things, things might get the best of you. If you pursue wealth alone without pursuing God, then it's going to put your priorities in a different place. 
And you can be wealthy, but then you can bust hell wide open. And that don't sound smart. So if we're going to be smart and be wealthy and rich, then we need to seek first the kingdom of God, stay on the path with his righteousness, and let the other things be added. Go on, get that, boy. Here you go. Let me give you that. Let me go and give that to you. Let me go and add that to you. Let me add that to you. I see you, boy. Let me add that to you. You know, my son, I just shared this testimony real quick. Hey, praise God. Okay. My son, you know, he had got laid off from a job or uh, in their eyes, they, they fired him or furloughed him or whatever during this COVID time. Amen. And uh, my son, biological son, you know, they let him go or whatever back in April. And, uh, and so and then they refused to have a hearing to discuss it. Well, they didn't. So I'm, I just say they refused. They didn't have the hearing. So and they still haven't had it. What, what month we in right now? Okay, great. That was in April. This is August. So I say they refused to have it. Well, they didn't have it. Okay. Maybe they didn't refuse. Maybe they whatever. But anyway, so I, my son was like, you know, Dad, you know, he calling these people. Anybody been furloughed, whatever, calling unemployment. Good luck with that. People don't answer their phone. They leave a thousand messages. It's your ring busy. It just keep ringing. Nobody answers. Yep, I'm on live. Nobody answering. Pick the phone up and help the people out. Amen. Answer the phone. Do your job so that people who don't have jobs can take care of their families. But they didn't do that. So anyway, we're praying. I'm like, son, look, listen, 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 son. Don't be concerned about that. They're going to pay you. They're going to pay you for every day you've missed. And guess what? The check, boy, that boy, boy, that boy, boy, that boy. <laughs> From April to all, to that boy, that boy told us, Dad, this was in my account Monday. I'm like, what, what? Dude, you ain't black, what, boy? What the, they dropped them something real heavy. You talking about from April? Oh, they dropped it, and then the letter came in the mail from the, from, uh, from the unemployment saying that he was in the right, they was kind of in the wrong, depending, according to the law, you know, how they was, they was actually trying to refuse to take care of him. Oh, no, God made him pay him. Oh, you going to pay him. He's a child of the king. You're going to pay him. I say, son, don't even worry about it. Guess what? They just stacking your dough, brother. They just stacking your dough because at the end of the road, bam, whoop, there it is. Just like we said. There it is. Right there like we told you, B. <laughs> but guess what? When you're on a path, everything that God has for you is for you. It is coming. It is, it, listen to me. There is a gate that is wide. For many who choose that way. That's why we don't choose that way. We choose life so that both our descendants, so that our family and our descendants can live. Not just me so I can live. So my descendants can live. So my children can live. So other people in my household can live. I choose life as a man of God so my descendants, so my legacy can be in place. I'm not just going to pass along wealth that they can squander and mess up. I need to pass down some information. I need to pass down some Jesus in their mind, amen, so that they can continue to perpetuate that bad boy. They can waste the money, boy, but if they get saved, they're get, they going to get hold of his word. After a while, boy, I said, I already told them. I'm going to let them know. Listen, make sure you got a big picture of your mama and I, amen, because the generations 
down the road going to need to thank somebody, and it's going to be us. It's going to be their great, 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 great granddaddy, grand. Boy, if it wasn't for him, boy, boy, I heard the story about him. Man, they never met me. I never met him. I mean, it was just years ago. It was back then, 95. We like in 2000, and we in 2100 somewhere. And it's like, we heard about him, but we never met him. And they had some kids, and they gone. Don't put y'all picture up. Make sure ours up. Ours the, ours the one. We're the, we're the ones that made the difference. We made the difference. You know why? Because my lineage is connected to those that's beneath me. I was raised a certain way. Amen. That's nothing against my mama, nothing against my daddy, nothing against, but that was, they did the best that they could. But guess what? The cord got cut. Amen. And, and, and Anthony went in a different direction. And then I produced another lineage that God had for me. That's why you can't curse who God has what? Bless. Can't live up under a curse and a blessing at the same time. You're blessed. You're blessed, saints. Man, let's keep going. We, 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 man, we got, we got some ways to go a little bit. All right, verse 14, verse 14, verse 14. We're in Matthew 7, verse 14. Say, but the gateway to life, I underline life, is very narrow. The gateway to life is very narrow. Now, why is the road so narrow that leads to life? It says it's narrow and the road is what? Difficult. There are some difficulties sometimes on this road. There are some things we have to endure on this road. People quit on the blessed life road. You know why? Because it does get difficult sometimes. It does get hard sometimes. But like I said, if I'm going to fail, I'm going to fail forward right on the steel on the path. I got to stay on the path. I got to stay on the path. The path produces life. And then it says this. This is the part that broke my heart. And few ever find it. And few ever find it. That's what broke my heart. That's why we say share and all that. I'm a soul winner. I'm a soul winner. I'm going to lead souls to Jesus until I close my eyes. I so appreciate what the Lord has done for me that I'm compelled to tell others. There's nothing better than somebody's life being transformed because of Jesus, man. There's nothing else you can offer them. You don't give them Jesus, you're giving them nothing. You've given them nothing. You're giving them nothing. You give them Jesus. Jesus is the answer in this life, look, and the life thereafter. But few people ever find this life. Go ahead, tap yourself on the back, say, well, I'm the few. I'm the few, the prior, the marine. Oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> wrong, wrong script, not the marine. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to be a marine, you know, no, I just joke with that. No, the few. The few. Facebook, y'all comment. Say, I'm the few. I'm the few. I am the few. I am of the few. Do you realize how hard it is to get in the kingdom? I know y'all make it look easy when you come to church. But you don't, if, if you remember when you wasn't saved, then that should tell you how hard it is to really make a decision to come on this side and really be serious about it. And people are struggling. 
with just making it to church. Listen to this. The sad contrast between the many and the few runs through all of our Lord's teaching. He comes to save the world. Jesus came to seek and to save what? The entire world. He's not willing that none would perish and that all will come to repent. He came to save the world. And yet those whom he chooses out of the world are just a few. They're just a few. They're just a few. Many pass along the wrong way because the right way requires at the very outset so much determination and afterwards so much self-denial. What happens is I I get so determined to get on this path with the Lord and I begin to walk. I'm so determined. But then once I get here, I recognize how this path is not about me. And then I get confused. Like, hold on. Because then self-denial, meaning there's some, there, there some things that after I'm growing that I, I feel like I'm, I'm pushing myself away from certain things. I'm not, I'm not over here no more. I'm not, not over there no more. So there's a lot of self-denial going on. When my son and I, we was, we was riding yesterday where the family was riding yesterday. Uh, we was in the, the rain, whatever you want to call it. And um, so I'm listening to a CD um, by gospel gangsters. Anybody been saved longer than, than 95, since na- or in 95, you heard the gospel gangsters. So the gospel gangsters was the first rap group that I heard of coming out of the world. So I'm coming out of the world and I got all the CDs in the world because my dad loved music and that's something he put on his children. So we love all types of music, all types of genres of music. And so we didn't grow up with one sound. We have many sounds in our belly. And so that's why we're able to hear all kinds of sounds and let it minister to us. So I'm listening to gospel gangsters because I can't, because Biggie just came out. And I'm, when I was coming out of jail, I'm like, who is this kid? I'm saved. But I'm like, man, oh, my goodness. This dude was rocking. I had Pac in them. I had Easy. I listened to the East Coast, West Coast. I had all the other rappers, but I'm like, oh, my goodness. But then there's a, so there was a fight going on on the inside of me because I don't just listen to regular music. Some of y'all can just listen to regular music. Like some of y'all can just take a taste a sip of wine. Some of y'all, some of y'all can just take one hit off a cigarette or one hit off. That's, some of, I, I ain't t- that's not me. I'm going to smoke the whole J. I'm going to drink all, you understand? I'm going to do nothing in moderation. So don't try to moderate me and, and make it feel. Cause you can't say, you can't paint a general brush and say, you know, you can do it in my, no, I can't. No, you can't give me one girl. I want two, three, four, five of them. When I won't say. So we was talking yesterday and it's something I sound like, Dad, I understand why you were listening to them. Because they sound like NWA. He caught on. Because, you know, they ain't like my music. When I was playing, they like, Turn this whack mess on. You know, of course we got other rappers now, but they was like, they used to hear that. They was like, man, we need to turn this man. What, what is that, Dad? I was so proud that he finally got it. Got <laughs> Yesterday I was like, wow, he finally got it. Thank you, Lord. I feel good. He, he finally liked my music. So I, w- I was excited about that. But I, I said all to say that there's some self-denial on this path. You can't live the same old life and expect to advance down the path. 
you're not going to move forward holding on to trying to drag your whole old life with you on this path. You're not going nowhere. You're not going nowhere. There are some things that you have to let go. There are some people that you have to let go. There are some places that you go that you have to, it's self-denial. And that's when people get mad. I want Jesus, but I, I, I'll, I still want the Henderson. I want Jesus, but I still want the chick on the side. Dang it. What the world? I want Jesus, but I do want to cuss you out there now and then when I feel like it. Because I, I just want to cuss you on out when I feel like cuss you out. I'm with Jesus, but if I feel like cuss you out, I don't want to go and cuss you out. Self-denial. That's the part. That causes believers to stay stuck. Because that's the war that goes on in their mind. That because they want, they want, they want to progress. They want Hennessy and Jesus. How can I have Hennessy and Jesus? What's the problem? I mean, come on, what's the problem, man? What's the problem? I can have a J and Jesus. I mean, come on, they're two J's. What? Come on. <laughs> the sad contrast, again, many, well, many pass along the wrong way because the right way requires at the onset or the outset so much determination, but then afterwards so much self-denial. It's going to take self-denial. Jesus said, what did he tell you? Pick up your cross. Then what did he say? Deny yourself. He said deny yourself first. Then pick up your cross. Self-denial. So I can't even get on the path until I deny myself. I can see it. It's there. Everything he has for me is there. But you know what? Know what the competition is? My old life. It's not somebody else. It's my old life. My old life is trying to compete with the new life Jesus had for me. And because I haven't experienced a new life yet, I tend to think the old one is better. And so I stay connected. I stay connected to the old life. And I keep running around with it and hanging out with it because I don't really think that there's something better. Why? Because I don't see it. I've experienced all this, but I haven't seen anything on this. It's a walk of faith. And so, and that's what's so awesome about God. He, he waiting on you to step out. Now, like, God, do something first. Now, God said, no, you step out first. I need to know that you really want what I got for you. You say you do, but you haven't shown me. Come on, y'all, let's move on. I ain't going to be able to finish this, this today, but that's fine. Well, we, we got four more weeks, three more weeks, brother. And a bonus week if I need to throw that in. <laughs> Look, Proverbs, <laughs> Proverbs chapter 4. Proverbs 4. Did we get 25? We didn't get 25. <clears throat> okay. Can somebody get 20, verse 25 for me real quick in the New Living Translation? Who can get it real quick, real quick, real quick on your, all y'all got phones. I know some, some of the kids' hands real fast. Y'all should have it by now. New Living Translation, Proverbs 4, 25. You already got it. Come on. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, you could type a paragraph in, in a split second. But 
Yes, I do. Thank, thank you, honey. Come on now. Y'all, y'all, them young people don't know what they're doing. Uh-huh. Do y'all know what the Bible is on y'all phone? Because y'all got a phone and y'all managed to get to everywhere else. Do you know what the Bible is? You got your phone in your hand. Where are you? Are you on the Bible? Are you on the Bible? No, no, no. Don't, don't, don't make excuses. Just hear what I'm saying. It's okay. Thank you, honey. Proverbs 4.25, read four, I'm going to read 25, 25, I didn't get them 25, so I want to kind of read all three of these. Look straight ahead, look straight ahead, I ain't talking to you, yes sir. Look straight ahead and fix your eyes on what lies before you. Verse 26 says, mark out a straight path for your feet. Ooh, this is good right here, this is the race you're in, this is the amazing race that you're in, thank you honey. Look straight ahead saints, look straight ahead. Mark out a straight path for your feet. Stay on the safe path. Ooh, it's so much safety on this path. It's so much safety on this path. Don't get sidetracked. Keep your feet from following evil. Can I get the Passion Translation, honey, in that what you just gave me real quick? The Passion Translation. Mark out a straight path again. Stay on the safe path. Don't get sidetracked. Keep your feet from following evil. Wow, that's, that's so good. I probably could have pulled it up on my thing, but, I, you know, I, I know I'm, I like to turn pages. I, I, yeah, I just turn pages. So forgive me. Uh, set your gaze. Set your gaze. This is Passion Translation. Set your gaze on the path before you with fixed purpose, looking straight ahead. Now, you got to be like gazelle intent. Gazelle, not Giselle. Gazelle intent. Yeah, because nobody need to be Giselle, Giselle intent. Amen? No, your parents said amen too. Nobody. All right. Gazelle intent. So we Gazelle intent, we are, we, we are looking, we're focused on the path that God has. Before we're looking over here, I see you running. I say, I ain't worried about what, you got, what you're doing. I ain't worried about what y'all got. I'm on my own path. Listen, I only look behind me to see how far I've come. Listen, on the same path, not somebody else's, I got to look at my own growth and be able to chart my own growth from years past. Now, I can always do better than somebody else and look at them like, wow, yeah, I'm doing better than them. But that's their race. That doesn't mean you're actually doing better. <laughs> that doesn't mean you're doing better because you're doing better than somebody else. No, you got to look at your own race, your own path, look where you come from in the sea. Wow, I've been in this thing quite a while. Where am I? I've been saved a while. Where am I? How far have I gone in this amazing race that God has for me? How far have, have I traveled on this amazing race that God has for me? I'm almost done. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. We good? This mic? Okay. Praise God. Thank you. Y'all doing a great job. Give our audio and media team a hand crowd, please. We appreciate you. Amen. 
Yeah. We understand there's a lot of pressure back there. Amen. Passion translation again. I'm almost done, y'all. I'm, I'm, a, I'm just going to close out with these some final thoughts. Look, watch what you look. What, <laughs> say, oh, man, like that is passion. I know, I know how I feel. I'm telling you. Look, watch where you're going. Stick to the path of truth. And the road will be safe and smooth where? Before you. Don't allow yourself to be sidetracked for even a moment. Don't even peek at her. Don't even peek at her. Don't get sidetracked for a moment. Don't look at somebody else's race. Don't look at somebody else's stuff. Don't get sidetracked trying to figure out how they do this, how they do that, how somebody else did. No, 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 no. You stay focused. Don't allow yourself to be sidetracked for even a moment. Listen, a, a tragedy happened some years ago. Years ago. Say years ago. Years ago. I read this. I was like, wow. It happened in June of 2013. It was uh, two young ladies, um, and one of them was five months pregnant, and, they were, and she was hiking in Maine. They were hiking in Maine, just out there hiking, and they got lost. They got lost out there and just, you know, and nobody could find them for a few days or whatever. But then they, they ended up finding them. They, res- they got rescued. They rescued them, and, and when they rescued them, they, 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 they came back, and, and they jumped in their car. And as they were leaving, because of the fog and the rain and the darkness and everything, they traveled for, for a little while, ended up making a wrong turn, wrong turn, went down a boat ramp, and went into the ocean. They got rescued over here got in their car and drove a few miles down the road and, turn, and made a wrong turn and lost their life. My heart went out like, Lord, I know it's 2013, God, but man, I pray they with you. Lord, I pray they with you. See, sometimes we don't look at a wrong turn as a big deal. You know, it's like it's like drinking a little bit of poison. Just a little bit. You ain't do that much. It's just, it's just a little bit, but how but a little bit of poison can kill you. So, so, so they, they took this wrong turn. There's nothing worse than taking a wrong turn. You know, the book of Numbers is all about a nation who was on their way to a promised land. Listen that God already had prepared for them. It was already there. He had already scoped it out. He had already figured it out. He already knew what was in the land. It was already there. But nothing is worse than somebody on a path that's already been laid out for you, you decide to take a wrong turn. The wrong turn cost them 40 years. The, the journey was only 11 days. And not only did they lose time, 40 years is symbolic of a generation. They lost their life as well because they did not go into the promised, promised land. It was promised, already there for you. It's already there. 
And I'm not saying that God won't rescue us when we make, look what he did. You read, what? He rescued the children of Israel over and over and over and over again. But guess what? There were consequences. Whenever we make a wrong turn, whenever we go blatantly down a wrong path, there are consequences. They kept saying that you were going to leave us here to die in the wilderness. How many times they said that? Over and over and over and over again. Guess what? They died in the wilderness. You know why? God gave them what they kept saying. Oh, fine. You say, hey, fine. I'm not going to fight with you and what you, wanted, what you want to keep saying. Fine. Die in the wilderness. Let me share these four ways to walk in, in and then I, I'm not going to share the scripture. just going to share these, yeah, four ways to walk in this amazing race. I'll pick up, pick up next week. Number one is to walk by faith. Number two is to walk by the spirit. Number three is to walk as children. And number four is to walk as wise. Amen. We'll pick that up on next week. Come on, give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, give him a better hand clap than that. If the Holy Spirit has convicted or inspired you to join or reach out to us through today's message, then email us at kingdomlifechurchva at gmail.com. If you would like to give towards this ministry or find out more, check out our website, which is kingdomlifeva.com, and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at kingdomlifeva. Thank you for listening, and be sure to subscribe so you can hear more messages like this.